0: Now, when it comes to the league quiz, it's been a topic of much conjecture lately. There's been a fair bit of controversy surrounding it, allegations of cheating, impropriety, malfeasance. The rumours and denials started well before my time, it must be noted. But one thing that has become clear in my short time on the show is that we need a mediator a man of unquestionable moral standing, a stickler for the rules, a man determined to protect the spirit of the game and potentially sacrifice friends in the process. In my mind, there was only one person for the job, and he joins us now. Please welcome Australian Radio and TV Royalty, Andy Lee. Great to have you on the show, buddy. Benny Bulldog,
1: nice to be here, but obviously very tough task ahead of myself, so I'm remaining very focused.
2: It is a big job, Bulldog. Andy, the quiz has caused a lot of consternation over many years now. Yeah, I mean, more than your article about the Matildas. Oh, don't that <laughs> Fast start. <laughs> oh, actually, Andy, can I ask you? Was I off Was I off yeah, target? Yeah, you were
1: well off. Well you were well off, mean unfortunately. You that? That's all right. You can get it wrong sometimes, but that's all right. So you yeah, had no yeah, problem well with it? Nah, no. I mean, the thing was a bloody sellout beforehand. Yes. Um, it didn't affect anyone's uh, approach to the game. boy pointed the Matildas play well. I'll tell you what. I reckon any team that wants to uh, keep their cards close to their chest ahead of a big match and not give away anything for the opposition is the kind of Australian team that I like.
0: Bulldog was just disappointed, and I can completely oh, understand. I that. I was, I was
1: absolutely disappointed as well, Bulldog. Don't get me wrong. I, I felt, I felt the same feelings as you did.
0: Like, oh my gosh, I can't she's out. I just didn't think there was anything wrong with it. He just didn't pen an article in. Uh, you know, nationally I got a bit hurt on the colour. <laughs> <right. laughs> you did but that's okay hey the quiz can wait Andy it's really just an excuse to have you on the show you're an undeniable cricket tragic we sit up mm. late at night um, messaging more than we message our girlfriends at times but yes. what did you make of the limited play overnight it gave us a bit of a chance well, I mean,
1: we all turned into kind of weather forecasts, like Sam Mack or Jane Bunn. Um, it was, Never uh, compare me I, to him again. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I'm Jane Bunn, and you're Sam Mack in this uh, situation. Uh, the um, Yeah, it was. it's one of those things that uh, it's the great thing about Test cricket. The conditions play a lot, to have a lot to do with the game. I would say that, again, wearing my... Uh, Australian lens uh, and glasses, uh, we've had the worst of the conditions uh, over the first few test matches and it's hilarious that the conditions now are helping us.
0: Bulldog was asking me just prior to you coming on whether it felt almost un-Australian to pray for rain. But it's if it's a choice between a drawn series and a rain dance, I'm doing the rain dance all night long.
1: Oh, it's a good point,
0: Bulldog. I've had friends say to me, you know, I don't want to win that way. Um,
1: I uh, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, I'll I'll take it for sure, and uh, I think it's the most English thing to happen to them—that rain destroys, uh, destroys uh, that rain destroys the day for them. Well, it's not the
2: first time it's happened in England. Like, the north of England rains every day, so it's hardly yeah. The Poms can't complain, even though they, they, they will. What do you make of mm. Piers Morgan having another diggitys? Andy, saying that we are praying for rain because we've been outclassed and we don't deserve to win. Geez, Piers likes poking those Aussies, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, and he probably probably has a fair point, but that's what makes it even funnier that it's raining, isn't it? I mean, (laughs) Piers... Pierce uh, gets his knickers in a knot and just tries to be relevant at every turn. Um, he did, I think he did make a good point, though, which I'm reluctant to say when it comes to Pierce Morgan, but when they weren't allowed to uh, bowl due to bad light and the umpire's still wearing his sunglasses, that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: that was baffling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although I will say I would prefer that particular umpire and I won't name names, but Joel, I would prefer he wear the dark glasses because uh, for those unaware, there have been a few go against Australia in the past, including one particular LBW from Ben Stokes a few years back that ultimately cost us a series. Hey, um, you were there for the start of the series. Tell us a little bit about what watching cricket over in the UK is like.
1: Oh, if you're a, if you're a cricket fan, you just have to do it at some point. I know it's a huge effort, a bit of an expense, but um, there's nothing like it. The the grounds are small, so you can hear everything. Uh, they are up and about, and I think again, reluctant to give the the poems too much credit. I think they support so well. They sing all day in the rain. They're very funny. They dress up at Edgbaston, and they're fierce, and they really make it feel like a home ground and a home ground advantage. So you kind of sit across and, and, and you're a bit quiet. Uh, the, the heavy beers flow from about 10am. Um, you might tuck across to the the PIMS stand. A little, There's a little PIMS stand that you go across there to try and swing the momentum back in Australia's way. It's always worked for us that if we just get off the beers and go to the PIMS, Australia seems to have a breakthrough.
2: I was going to ask you, Andy, do, do the, the cans flow all day? Like a day at the cricket, at the SCG, you go and get on the beers. We love it. That's part yep. of the cricket, isn't it? But the English crowd, from a distance, seem a little bit more
0: conservative. But do they actually get on the oh, cans? Correct me if I'm wrong, Andy. But can't you bring in your own alcohol to one of the one of yeah, the? Yeah,
1: Lords, you, Lords, you can still take. Uh, I think it's Lords. You can still BYO. Can you um, take a case
0: in on your shoulder. I think it's
1: more <laughs> a bottle of champagne <laughs> yeah, rather than case. Imagine walking the long bar with a case of VB. <laughs> like the idea, Bulldog. up. Um, no, what I, what I do love about um, the English grounds is they've got pints, plastic thirty plastic cup pints, and it's all reusable glasses or all, all cups. So um, everyone sits there and goes and, and 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 takes back their their glass. But you don't have it, you don't see any plastic amongst the seats at the end of the day. Um, and they have these power washers and they they wash and reuse all the cups. And I think that's where the Australians take a leaf out of their their um, book there.
0: Good for the environment. Bad for the plastic snakes. So, you know, a bit of give and take. Hey, it's not just cricket you're into, you're a Mad Carlton fan as well. It must be hard storing leftover food in your place at the moment because there are no lids on any of the Tupperware. <laughs>
1: yeah, the Blues are back. I was, um, I'm going to sound well out of touch with the common man here, but um, I was in the coach's box last week uh, for the Blues Port game. Um, and it was just awesome to see them have a win, a win against uh, obviously second-ranked team in the competition uh, at the moment. It's uh, I think they're setting me up though to uh, just not not just to leap, limp out of the finals like they did last year. We lost. I'm not sure if, if, how many AFL fans are up there, but there was not a more heartbreaking uh, season than Carlton's last year, where we lost by a point uh, in the second last round and uh, with like six seconds to go, and then lost uh, by five points for the goal, late goal, like with 20 seconds to go from Collingwood. So we got bumped out last year in heartbreaking fashion. I think I'm getting set up for something similar. My mates are already uh, niggling me on that. Andy,
2: they haven't Mm. won the AFL flag in nearly 30 years, Carlton. Can we swap Mm. codes, swap clubs, maybe go across to Melbourne Storm and at least you might get a bit of
1: silverware? (laughs) Yeah, no, I love the Storm. Um even back when they were cheating, I was I I'll was, i was, i, was, <laughs> <laughs> I was all do I'm what you gotta like do. To exactly, win anyway. Um nah, I mean, as a Melbourneite, just a big sports fan. So uh yeah, the storm catch my attention. There was no better back in the day there was no better situation than the AFL grand final um on the Saturday and then and then the NRL final on the Sunday. You you, you hair of the dog and and then get crack into another good match. So hopefully that continues.
0: Hey, Charlie Kernow, by my count, I could be wrong, but I think he's kicked 10 and 9 against the West Coast Eagles this year. So 19 goals and suddenly, you know, a primary chance for the Coleman medal. If he were to beat, and I know you're an an, an integrity guy, if he were to beat my man Tex to the Coleman, do you yeah. feel it would be right that he he calls him up on stage and essentially hands him the medal? Because it, it would feel like a default victory. Oh, Hang back. <laughs> yes, Although I must
1: admit, the old man, Tex. No one thought he still had that in him. That um, you know, the geriatric uh, uh, player versus the young up and comer. It's seen it's been a very impressive uh, run from Tex Walker.
2: Andy, we're having a bit of a G up here, but um, I do want to ask you about your great mate Shane Warren and just how mm-hmm. much you know that rocked you and, and, and how sad you were at the news of his passing well over a year ago now and. Just run us through the bloke that was Shane Warne.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, extremely loyal fellow. I think a lot of people have said that. And for um, so the way uh, him and I really connected, he'd been on the radio show a bunch and, and we loved uh, loved a laugh. And then in the first year of the Stars, there was Melbourne Stars when the BBL started. They, um, they were planning on having uh, celebrities play in teams. So I was actually a registered player. And then the, the comp got very good very quickly, so that, that kind of got pushed aside. But Warney had called me um, and said, hey, do you want to come and, and play? And I couldn't believe it. Um, and, uh, and so spending, well, I think it was four seasons with him every summer and then mucking around in the winters playing golf, and that's where our friendship came. I suppose, Bulldog, the, the one other aspect that um, I keep getting reminders, we're both single at the time. And you know how some
0: kindred... <laughs> oh, could
1: you imagine kindred spirits, you know, come together and live a little bit of a
0: different life. Pretty glad um, I didn't know you then. Yeah. <laughs> who would have led uh, who to the trouble?
1: Oh, no, he, he, he was certainly... He was well out of my class. It was actually probably the equivalent of the, of the cricket, the uh, difference in ability in cricket. He was in a world of his own uh, in that regard as well. But, um, yeah, incredibly loyal, um, amazing lover of sport. And what was incredible was just a lover of cricket. Um. You know, him and I would text the same way as Benny and I will text about what's your game and they should move this person here or you have a question, he'd be the first to respond. And you'd think, obviously, as one of the greats of the game and a commentator, that uh, some of them get sick of it. Yeah, I know some older commentators that are just there because it's their job and, and they've, they've lost the passion, but, but Warnies was was still, you know, red hot. Yeah, sadly, missed, certainly.
2: Now, Andy, there's a text come through. There's no name on this. Can you please ask Andy on his thoughts of the alleged sporting capital of the world cancelling the Commonwealth Games? What is going on down there, Andy?
1: (laughs) It's a good question. I must admit I was extremely surprised. With uh, with the decision. Um, but I'm just glad that I'm not in charge of any of those type of things when it comes to running uh, states or, or governments. Um, the one thing for me, I'm a big, I'm a big field hockey fan. Um, I still play field hockey, and um, with the Hockey Roos and the Kookaburras, um, they kind of get two uh, times in the sun, you'd say, which is the Olympics and the Commonwealth Games, where the the, the sport of hockey gets a, a little bit more their time, and, uh, and those players get a little bit more exposure, which uh, when, you're, when you're not in those top-tier sports, um, it's hard to break through. And so I do feel for, um, for the hockey players and, and similarly, obviously, our swimmers and, and athletics, it's it, the games are the, the times where we kind of crack in and, and watch them and, and get to see um, young, young stars that are kind of the best in the world doing their thing, and we've taken away one of those opportunities. So as a sports fan, it's a bit disappointing.
0: One thing that I didn't realise until now, I just saw that one Rebecca Harding actually did the costings for the state government down there, estimating $2.5 billion in expenses, and it blew out to $7 billion. That sounds about, about standard for her, doesn't it? Hey, uh, one last one before the quiz, mate, and we do yep. need to get to it, but golf is your true sporting obsession when it comes to yes. actually playing the game. Have you been following yes. the Aussies at the Open? You've got a, a crush on Minwoo Lee.
1: Yeah, um, Min, I do have a crush on Minwoo. A while a while back, they, um, I think it was the Oz PGA, put up a little thing on Twitter, which was which foursome would you like to draw join? And there were three players in each, and there was you know Tiger, Dustin, and, and Brooks, and and one of them was Minwoo Lee, Minji Lee, and Andy Lee. And uh, and uh, since then, Minwoo and I had been. Discussing that we may be where we're, we're um, related in some way or form and we're long lost brothers <laughs> he, he he's got all the um, all the golfing uh ability but it's it's been great to see him over the last um uh well probably kind of eight to ten months uh take the golf world by storm uh, for people who don't follow golf Minwoo cracks this he's not is a slider figure but he hits the ball so far. Um, he the whole crowd follow him with woo, and uh, and and he's brought, he's brought a different kind of approach to to, or I suppose it's the new approach to modern golf, um, yeah. And he's doing he's doing bloody well. And I love Cam Smith. I'm not sure if people saw the other day where he had to go get a birdie on the last hole to to make the weekend to make the cut, and um, hit one of the best shots of the of the entire tournament so far, put it within two foot for eagle, and um, and he marched on.
2: Andy, I want the truth here. Have you ever played mm. golf and done a sneaky kick of the ball out of the rough?
1: No, no, Never. I. Never. I, I feel. You don't like know what golf... you're missing. <laughs> <laughs> Good point, Walter. I, I, um, I feel golf karma comes back to you a little bit. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, I, I think it sits in the back of my mind over my next shot, and the, the, the ball's certain to hustle. Puzzle sideways.
0: So So you're a man of honour. This is why you're on for the quiz. Exactly right. And with that in mind, I think it's time that we rip into it. So I've sent you through the questions for this week. Usually it is rugby league centred, but it's going to be a special sports quiz given uh, you're a bit of an all-rounder. Okay. Uh, We've got Neil on the line who's going to play. Uh, Maybe Bulldog Neil can play for you. And who will I have? Uh, We've got Bradley. Bradley, as well. Uh, there's a, a couple that they're looking for still, so we'll confirm the second number. Maybe if we can go with player one representing Bulldog Andy, I'll leave it in yep. your very capable hands.
1: Neil, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. How are you? I'm glad You're I'm with you, Bulldog. Why do you dislike Ben so much?
2: He's oh, a he's troublemaker. A
1: new, he's the new Mr. Evil of uh, <laughs> the show. <laughs>
2: Andy, just so you know, he's had a He's had a couple of stinks on air with Zorba and Jared, two of our regulars this
1: morning. He's upsetting everybody. Oh, Jared's a god in, in my world, mate. I, exactly. Oh, sacrilegious. Sacrilegious. <laughs> um, Neil, just a few formalities out of the way. Uh, you can hear me clearly enough. Uh, only if I get the question wrong. <laughs> okay. And uh, would you like me to read the questions in English? Oh, I don't know. I, I know Swahili, but I don't think you do. Okay, okay, okay. So I just want to make sure that there's no excuse at the end of this. Good luck. Question number one. If I went to see the Maple Leafs, Raptors or Blue Jays play at home, what city would I be in? Uh, Toronto? This oh, Neil. Oh, like Bulldog. It. Nice one. Question number two. Which of these professional athletes won an Oscar at the 90th Academy Awards in 2018, I'll give you the three people: A, Arnold Schwarzenegger, B, Kobe Bryant, or C, John McEnroe. I give John McEnroe an award every day, but. um
2: Oh, hang on, I had to put question. Oh, hang on. Controversy. This is what happens every week, Andy.
1: <gasps> oh, see. He's been this buzzed this out too soon. This is not soon. my problem. This is not my problem. No, Whoever you're running this show. The this effects, is on you now. Whoever's hitting the effects just <laughs> needs to be fired immediately. Who is it? No,
0: Who's no, it? no, no this is, is, is all this on you. Is uh, Unfortunately, we have to accept the first answer. That is such, <laughs> oh, such a shame. Oh, Neil. Neil's <laughs> well, been I've robbed.
1: I'm going to get Jared on to you, Ben, I'm telling you. <laughs> I can't do more. I
0: brought in an in- independent arbitrator.
2: Everyone gets corrupted in this segment.
1: <laughs> Who's in charge of the effects back there? Is no, no that doesn't matter. You don't need to know about those Hamish things. Hamish is uh, <laughs>
0: hanging his head in shame. But uh, anyway, quite funny.
1: That is really funny. Sorry, uh, Neil. <laughs> Um, but I think it's like Joe the cameraman at the moment being blamed. We're going, we're going, we're going from we from a bad, a bad host to a really really bad
0: host. <laughs> oh.
1: Neil, Neil, yes, mate. Don't don't throw shade at me <laughs> <laughs> because I'm on your side. I was trying to. Oh, I've you seen there. you do it. I've and, seen and, you do it to Hamish for years, Andrew. <laughs> okay, ever. yes. All I'm saying is you don't want me reading this one hard. I'll read okay. it easier, Okay, thank you. What is former league halfback Cooper Cronk's middle name? A, Fergus. B, Christopher. C, Patrick. And only jump in with the one you want to go, through, go with. He comes from a good Catholic family, so I'm going to go with uh, Patrick. Oh. oh, well done. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Man, yeah, that it's is not good. Been Andy cheating. He could have got a clean sweep.
1: <laughs> um out, yes, out interest, what, it, what were you going to go with for question two? Schwarzenegger, Brian or McEnroe? Well, Schwarzenegger's the only one that's been in films, I think. Anyway, so that was going to be my answer.
0: Ah, well, wrong.
1: Roll. That's okay. all right. There's a little bit of... Oh, Neg,
0: Neg. You, you might sleep a bit easier now because
1: it was Kobe Bryant. But, Neil, two out of three. Stand by because it could be a tiebreaker. And, Benny, who have we got next?
0: We have got Rex on the line, and he'll be representing me. Rex. How you going?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah good, Rex. Exactly. You Lex. A
0: little... It's Lex, not Rex.
1: Oh, right, Well, Ben's got off anyway, a good start with his head. Anyway, it doesn't matter anyway. his, 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 his teammate. Eh? Come
0: on, Andy. This isn't going well.
2: Tidy things up, Andy. <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't matter.
1: Hey, Lex, yeah, do ben. you have a natural affinity to Ben, or would you have preferred Bulldog? Oh, Jesus. It's like sort of having. Oh no! Oh, I like
0: bulldog. I'm sorry, but yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. Yeah, yeah. So Ben, ben goes all right. I know, I know, ben know,
1: goes all right. At least you don't die wondering with Ben. As far as team yeah,
0: unity yeah. goes, this is a bad, bad start, yeah. Rex. <laughs> <laughs> now, Lex, I, Lex, I know, I
1: know what you mean, mate. It's like no, no, <laughs> he goes all right. He do not really want either of. He goes all right. He's yeah. sort of like the. Uh, he's a bit like the lawyer off the, uh, off the uh, the castle. All right, here we go. Dennis Denuto is who you're looking for. Um, But that's not a trivia question. Lex, uh, you would like me to read it in English, I imagine? Yeah. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) Question one.
0: Good Question one. That wasn't the first question.
1: (laughs) Question one. If you went to see the Rangers play at Ibrox Stadium or the Warriors play at Scotstoun Stadium, which city would you be in? Montreal. No, bad luck, Lex. Glasgow in Scotland.
0: Only about 38,000 k's away, (laughs) but not bad, Lex. Okay, okay. Still a chance of forcing a decider here.
1: Okay, Lex, we need you to really, you know, dig in here because you need two from two. What is Australian tennis player Nick Kyrgios's middle name? A, Pepsi, B, Hilmi, C, Frankie. Can you say that again? Uh, What is Nick Kyrgios' middle name? A, Pepsi, B, Hilmi, or C, Frankie? What's your answer going to be? I'll go B. Oh, he got it! (laughs) How'd you get that, Lex? Seriously. (laughs) Because... <laughs> I, reckon there was an, I reckon there was an upward inflection. Right. No, no, no. That's, that's, I <laughs> no, all I reckon when asked the first no. question,
2: there was an upward yep, no. inflection when he said, "Heal me."
1: <laughs> Carry on. Bring on a third one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Question three. Well done, by the way, Lex. Yeah. Who was scored? Who has scored <clears throat> the most runs for Australia in the twenty twenty three Ashes series? A. Travis Head. B. Steve Smith. C. Usman Khawaja. Well, it's not Dave Warner. <laughs> no, it's not. That's Is that two out of two? That's pretty close. Ding! That's almost a ding. No, it's pretty close to a ding. I would say Uzzy. Oh, he's got it. He's got it. He's got it. Well wow. done, Lex. Watch. clutch clutch, Lex. Well, I thought... I mean, hopefully that's, that represents what the Aussies are going to do. I thought Lex had no hope, and now he's pulling this game back. Um, all right. Tiebreaker question. Is
0: this just someone jumps in? No. So, uh, only one will be able to hear. So, if you put the question to Lex first, and then it's yep. whoever is closest to the answer.
1: Okay. Tiebreaker question. Lex, you, you're all ears? I'm here, man. Yep. St. George's, St. George's Cameron McGuinness made the most tackles in the 2017 season, how many tackles did he make? It's between oh, 1,000 and 2,000. I'll give you that. Crikey. 1,000 to 2,000. Mm-hmm. We'll go 1,436. Thank you. I've locked that answer in. And now, now I guess we head back to Neil.
0: Spot on. You there, Neil? Thank you, Andy. Yeah, I'm
1: here, mate. Neil, well, you would have yeah. thought you had had it for a second there, but, you know, you're the clubhouse leader like all good golfers. You would have oh, a bit of a, seen... A bit, of, a bit of a protest, Andy. A bit of a protest. Yeah, you, you would have seen Lex coming and you would have gone back out to the range and started loosening up for this one. That's, that's He's it. the tiebreaker. Yeah. Saint George's happy pa- to be on here. <laughs> St. George's Cameron McGuinness made the most tackles in the 2017 season. How many tackles did he make? Between 1,000 and 2,000. Um, probably 24 times 50. I think um, 1,020. Neil's got the win. Good enough. It was yeah. one thousand one hundred and fifty four Good enough, Neil, baby. Well done,
0: Neil. Mm-hmm. Begrudging oh, a, congratulations, Neil.
1: That uh, saved a royal commission into it, and I want to donate my um,
0: prize to the... Gerard Daffy Sympathy Fund. <laughs> there seems to be a lot of sympathy in his corner at the moment, and I do regret that. Of the two people I've attacked this morning, he's certainly the one that I would take back if I could. Uh, thank you very much, Neil. Thank you very much to Alex for playing love as well. Love the show, guys. Love the show. And this has this been it. the greatest 25 minutes of your radio
1: career? For me? Oh, yeah, yeah sorry. I I, I, I I thought I'd done my deal. And, uh, <laughs> no, no, it's
2: 9.35. Of <laughs> You're off here. You've got seven seconds.
1: <laughs> okay. so, this is actually the longest break I've ever done in my life. Uh, hey Hamish this...
0: and I used to about the six-minute mark, <laughs> and well, then we'd we'll go get ourselves a snack. Well, this is where we pay for your segment. So, the 100 is coming up. I can't wait for the next season to come back. It's, <laughs> you know, here in, <laughs> it's here in a few weeks, and it's nominated for a Logie. Well done. Oh, yes. Neil, um, if you can vote for me, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you'll have votes. Le-
1: lex across the line.
0: I'm sure you'll have votes galore. Thanks very much for coming on the show, buddy. We've got uh, awesome Phil listen. Moss on the Thanks, other Andy. side, but you've been a champ.
1: Cheers, guys. Good, Good fun. Night. Thank you. Yeah.